fingers into the slit he'd made. Then he stood up right quick, lifting the skin off that squirrel in a single move. A squirrel skin's easy. The carcass, pinky white like a chicken thigh, fell back in the tall grass. Buster held up the pelt, all in one piece like a doll's winter coat. He was testing me. Skinning an animal never had fazed me. Neither had killing a snake or shooting a rat in the rain barrel. But I was getting on for 14 now. Buster wondered if I was getting like our older sister. Was I about to start twitching my skirts and telling him how dirty his ears were? Was I going to get skittish and ladylike? Lottie herself could wring a chicken's neck off with her left hand while whistling Dixie, and nobody had yet called her dainty. But I knew what Buster was thinking. I always knew. He wondered if I was fixing to grow up and leave him behind. He flung the squirrel pelt away. There was no use for it. He killed squirrels for the tails. He sold them a penny apiece to the Meps Lure Company to make spinning lures for fishermen. We'd eat the squirrel, of course. Have it with the beans. Now Buster was digging around in another pocket of his overalls. What next? He opened his hand, and there sat two hollyhock blossoms, one pink, one lavender, bruised from riding in his pocket, and two hard little hollyhock buds. We had a stand of hollyhocks over by the blackberry briar. I used to make hollyhock dolls. You needed a full blossom with the petals for the skirt. For the doll's head, you fitted a peeled bud where the stem had been. There you had your hollyhock doll. I'd make them in all colors. Lottie showed me how. Without offering them up, Buster let me see the flowers. But I just shook my head and kept snapping my beans and throwing the stems. I'd grown past hollyhock dolls, and he'd just as well know. Buster let the breeze take them as if they didn't matter particularly. He liked to think he was a quiet man like Dad but there was too much of Granddad in him. He was never quiet for long. Shift over, Rosie. It's too hot for two in the swing, I said, sit on the ground. They's chiggers. So he squeezed in next to me. He wanted to swing, but I planted my feet. You ought to be out in the field with Dad, I told him. You're seven, pretty nearly eight. Dad and the neighbors were in the field that day. I thought Buster ought to be helping, coming along behind to shock up the wheat. He carried water out to them, but rarely lingered. That was my brother all over. Never around unless you didn't want him. He was quicksilver, there and gone again before you knew. Dad himself said he'd never make a farmer out of Buster. He sat there against me close as a corn plaster. He'd cut the tail free of the squirrel and was fiddling with it. We sat listening to Mama and Lottie up at the house. You couldn't hear words, but they were getting into the upper register. Lottie was 17 that summer, pushing 18. She'd gone to all the schools she ever meant to, and something had come over her here lately. One of the hired men working for our neighbors, the Shattucks, was calling on Lottie, and Mama didn't like the turn things might be taking. They'd been over it many a time. How often had I heard Mama say, 
He's a drifter, and probably a grifter. We don't know a thing about him. He's not from here, and he's nothing but itinerant labor. Lottie could fire right back at her, and they'd gone at it hammer and tongs since the late spring when Everett turned up in the district to work for the Shattucks, though none of this grown-up business was suitable for Buster's ears. Do you reckon she'll marry him? Buster asked. She'd have to run off. Little pitchers have big ears, I said. I didn't want Lottie to haul off and get married any more than Buster wanted me to grow up, but I made the impatient sound sisters make in their throats. I didn't know if Lottie was thinking of marrying Everett or not. She wasn't talking to me about it. If he asked her, she could say no, Buster mused. It's a free country. She doesn't have anything else to do, I said, but help Mama. She could hold off for somebody else. Who, I said, we live five miles out. Maybe he don't want to marry her at all, Buster offered. And that's another worry.